Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fitness First Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Mays of Jake's Fitness and Nutrition Coaching. And today, I wanted to lay out how exactly to find a calorie deficit. So a lot of people are confused about this because they say, oh, well, I did a calorie deficit and it didn't work. I didn't lose any weight. And they're like, well, if you didn't lose any weight and you didn't lose any body fat especially, then you definitely were not in a calorie deficit. So I'm going to kind of walk you through how to find that so that maybe you can correct it for next time or you know maybe this is just helpful information for you to know what to do in the future this is actually the same process that you would do to find a calorie surplus as well um you just add or subtract it kind of just depends on what your goals are so first thing you're gonna do uh, is you're going to find an online bmr calculator so there's thousands of these you can find uh, BMR just stands for basal metabolic rate. So you're going to put in your height, weight, and age. Uh, some of them have like f- body fat percent as well. If you know all that, all that's helpful. Um, but all you really need to know is your height, weight, age, and then your activity level. So how many days a week you're actually working out. And then like how intense the working out is. After that, um, you're basically just going to find if I you know, am this height, this age, this weight, and I work out three days a week, then roughly I'm burning about, let's say it's 2,000 calories a day for the sake of math. So from there, what I would do is I would subtract roughly four to 500 calories from that, so like 16 to 1,500 calories, and that would be about what a steady calorie deficit for you, for you should look like. And then along with that, eating around a gram of protein per pound of body weight. So that being said, you need to stay at those numbers and be consistent with those numbers over a three to six week period before you think about adjusting the numbers. Um, a lot of people, the biggest issue they end up having with trying to be be in and stay in a calorie deficit is not seeing the progress happening fast enough. So they just decide like, well, well, fuck it, this doesn't work. So I'm just going to move on to, to this other thing instead or this or less calories or more calories. Stick with something for three to six weeks. Don't just decide it doesn't work just because you gave it two weeks and you didn't really like see the progress that you want to see from it. This stuff takes time, especially depending on your starting point. If you're super overweight or obese, um, you should start to see a pretty significant, uh, you know, weight drop, body fat drop, uh, pretty fast. Uh, it shouldn't take a super long time. But if you're already pretty lean and you're trying to get leaner, uh, which again is probably not always the best strategy anyway. Give it some time. Uh, three to six weeks may be what you need to see really good progress. You may need more time. Uh, it just depends on the individual. But if you don't see any progress uh, from that point, so if you don't see any progress at all, then you're probably not in a calorie deficit. And I don't mean like, I don't want people to go around and be like, well, Jake said that you got to eat 1,200 calories to be in a calorie deficit. More so what I mean is you're probably snacking more than you think, or you're probably drinking some calories or cooking with calories. This is probably the number one thing I see people do wrong when they're in a calorie deficit is they'll track meticulously the whole way through. And they're like, I ate 1600 calories a day. I didn't lose any weight. I didn't lose any body fat. I look the same. I'm not making any progress. I'm like, okay, so let's, let's take a look at this. They're like, well, I had this much chicken breast, uh, this much rice. I was okay, what'd you cook it in? And they were like, what do you mean? I'm like, did you use olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil? And they're like, well, yeah, I used two tablespoons of coconut oil to cook everything. And I'm like, okay, how many times a day do you do that? 
and they're like two or three times a day and i'm like oh my god that that is that could that'd be four to six hundred calories that you're not counting like two tablespoons of olive oil is uh roughly 240 calories so if you're cooking with olive oil every single meal whether it's like eggs chicken beef whatever that is a ton of calories that you're not accounting for and they do count and I think the issue there is that people have been told for a really, really long time that olive oil and avocado oil and coconut oil are healthy for you, which they are. Well, like they have health properties. That's uh, that's true. I'm not saying that they're bad for you. I'm saying that the problem is as healthy as that stuff is for you, there's still a ton of calories in it. So you still have to account for the calories. You can't just ignore them because they're technically health foods. You have to count them. They go towards your total. And if you do eat a bunch of olive oil or avocado oil, then that could cut into your daily calories and you won't feel very satiated because of it. So I would try to stay away from cooking oils as much as you can if you're in a calorie deficit and you're trying to lose weight and try to lose body fat. And that's, again, only if you're struggling with it to begin with. If you're in a calorie surplus or you're maintaining or it's just not affecting you at all, then sure, those foods are health, are really good for your health. Keep doing it. That's totally fine. At no point in this do I give advice that I'm saying is the end-all, be-all. Has You have to do this or you're never going to see progress. The only thing that is even sort of close to that is going to be, again, tracking your food and trying to be sure you're in that calorie deficit. I don't do this podcast. I don't do my posts to fight with people over stuff. So, again, if you just don't believe in calorie deficits, uh, generally, I think you're wrong, but... If that's not what you believe in and you think it's some other magical whatever, do you. That's totally fine. But I'm not saying any of this is what you have to do. You don't have to count your food, but you do have to be in a calorie deficit in order to lose weight and lose body fat. So once you have found that calorie deficit, you're losing weight, you feel good, that's awesome. At some point in the next 12 to 16 weeks, if you stay at those numbers, you're losing weight consistently, you need to go into what's called a maintenance. So a maintenance phase is going to be when you eat about the same amount of calories that you burn a day. And the reason we do that is because we want to make sure that your basal metabolic rate, your BMR, doesn't lower too much. Because when a calorie deficit, your body is basically being told that it doesn't need as much energy as it's burning to keep you alive so it's going to start to naturally lower that it's going to naturally start to lower what's called neat that stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis that's basically like you're fidgeting so like when i blink when i move my hands around when i fidget my head back and forth that's all neat it's not exercising it's just movement that takes calories the calories are energy that's going to help you move your toes your feet your fingers and over the course of an entire day, those calories add up to be a pretty significant margin of the amount of calories we burn. So your natural NEAT is going to start to lower as well when you've been in a calorie deficit for a really, really long time. So every 12 to 16 weeks, it depends on the person. I would recommend spending four to five weeks at a maintenance calorie. So that's going to be not really gaining weight or losing weight. Uh, you're more so just eating around the amount of calories that you burn a day so you're in that neutral state that's going to help us from seeing too much of a drop in bmr or neat uh, so over time you'll be able to cut again without having to cut more and more calories 
I call that the race to the bottom. So I've seen this happen a lot with people. They never take that maintenance phase and their BMR and their neat lower. And then they start working out more and eating less to try to keep losing weight. And that's the race to the bottom. So eventually you can't cut any more calories. So what do you do when you can't cut any more calories whatsoever? You cut more. You can't, you can't function because you're not eating enough. You're going to work out more, but you already aren't eating enough to sustain the working out you're already doing. No. So at some point, I think it's imperative for people to go up in calories and eat a little bit more so that we can prevent that BMR from lowering, your need from lowering, and ultimately not force you into eating under 1,000 calories a day and having to exercise way more than you're actually feeding yourself to do. Some of the leanest best looking athletes on the planet eat way more than you think way more now their activity levels are matching how much they're doing but that just goes to show that the way to look the way you want to is not to eat as little as possible and train as much as you can there are ranges and there are middle grounds for all this stuff that's why finding that bmr calculator first is going to be a good starting place. And then from there, playing with it. None of these numbers are set in stone. You need to play with your numbers over time to see what works best for you and how you feel the best. I've seen people eat less than they probably should and feel really good and see good results. I've seen people eat more than they probably should and see good results and feel really good. So it's not to say that any one of these ways to find those calories is the correct way to do it. You more so just need a baseline number to start playing with, and then from there, figuring out what works best for you. But that is how I would go about finding your calorie deficit. Uh, my name is Jake Mays. I am the host of the Fitness First podcast. I really appreciate you guys listening. If you want to go follow me for more fitness tips, uh, I'm on Instagram at Jake's Coaching, and then my website is www.jakescoaching.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.